2: First time in a long time, but back like I, I never left. left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Once we burn down everything, B D E on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, we can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello.
3: Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, Post Wrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you found us, and of course.
2: Twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast. Hello, Twitch Room. How are we doing?
3: Hello, Twitch Room. Yes, Braden and Davey, we watch NXT every Tuesday night. We are your NXT friends. Friends. It, and I mean, we record Up Next on Twitch. We put the podcast out. We do the same thing on Wednesday nights after Dynamite for BDE Elite. So check out all these other shows on this feed, including Shot in the Dark which John Ceno fills you in on all the other stuff you don't watch. If if, if your schedule doesn't allow you to watch all the other wrestling, we got it covered. And we talk all about all the wrestling all the
2: time. Uh, Yeah, what's going on? How are you, good sir? I'm pretty good, yeah. Um, I went to see some wrestling at the weekend. Met up with our friend JP from the Grapple Spotlight uh, to see – Build as the the biggest, most important match in British wrestling history. Oh, it was that one. <laughs> yeah, it was Caranois versus Jonathan Gresham for both the Progress and ROH title. Um, yeah, it was fun. Had a fun day. It was great to finally meet JP. We had a few beers, uh, watched some wrestling. Had a good chin wag. No, it was was great fun. And and looking forward to hanging out with him and the rest of the gang in Leeds in just a couple of weeks for uh, Brit Rez Podcasting Isn't Dead. If you're able to go and you haven't got your tickets yet, go to grapple.bigcartel.com to get your tickets and join us for WrestleMania Night 2. Um, But yeah, it's coming up really quick now, so uh, super excited about that.
3: Yeah, and hey, if you're in the uh, Leeds area or anywhere out that way, make your way to hang out with the lads. But if you are here in the Great White North, in maybe Toronto or the GTA, well, you can come hang out with me at Sneaky D's in Toronto for WrestleMania Night 2. We're doing a watch party. Come hang out and watch some wrestling. Eat some nachos uh yeah i don't know what more there is else if you if you know you know sneaky d's it's the vibe it's the place to be and i'm super excited to to get to hang out and watch some wrestling again uh with people i mean we can't go to these shows i mean we can because things are opening up now anyways here in ontario it feels like a whole new world again but yeah uh if that's the case maybe you miss watching wrestling with friends or maybe you don't watch uh much wrestling. We had a, we had some non fans at the the Revolution one, like a lot of real casuals that were like, "Whoa, this is what pro wrestling is." So it was like, "Huh, interesting."
2: So I'm that, that's cool I thought WrestleMania would bring out a lot more casuals, yeah. As well, me I'd too. Imagine. I think I think there are people. The Rumble and WrestleMania bring out people who are like, "Ah, let's that sounds fun, something to do." WrestleMania yeah. on a Sunday, let's go. Let's
3: yeah, do it. I feel like Royal Rumble and Re- WrestleMania are the two shows that non wrestling fans definitely. Kind of get together and and watch and stuff, but yeah, I'm super excited. You're going to be doing a show over there. I'm going to be doing some some hanging around and partying over here. So I'm super excited. Uh, Vent bright for all the updates at Up Next Podcast on the Twitter and join our Facebook group for all the updates and, and follow us on the socials and Facebooks and feel free to DM and, and all that stuff as well.
2: And I I want to make a bit of an announcement because I'll be doing a live Up Next uh, at. At the uh, live podcast event. And uh, a couple of announcements here. First of all, uh, it's going to be the kickoff show for Up Next Mania. But we have decided because this WrestleMania weekend is crazy. You've got um, two nights of WrestleMania. You've got NXT on a Saturday afternoon. You've got the Supercard of Honor uh, on the Friday, as well as, you know, Blood Sports Spring Break. Uh, for the culture, all those other shows going on that weekend, plus we have jobs, so we're gonna make up next mania this year and up next may, Nia uh. yes, up next mania will be this May. It means you and I will be able to be in the same room uh Dicky can have a bit more time to to work on this thing. We can get these feuds brewing a bit more um so yeah, we'll be doing up next mania in may not on this wrestlemania weekend but we will have the kickoff show live in leeds and i want to announce the match for that kickoff show it's going to be our man neil taking on former uh up next mania main eventer chris elliott Mm. in a loser gets a dick punch match
3: wow i mean this all escalated for you real diehards you got to listen to all the Patreon shows because uh, this was was this a world champ show that we accidentally caused a little riff between two. It, it two, might
2: it might have been a behind the BDE. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I dared someone to hit someone in the nuts and then you dared someone to hit someone in the nuts. And now we have a nutshot match. So uh, that sounds exciting. I hope we get to some footage of this because I need to see Chris Elliott get hit in the balls because let's be <laughs> honest, the dude knows how to choke. And dude knows how to take an L, mm-hmm. so he's, he's probably taking it to the nuts. Sorry, Chris. But I'm going
2: for our man, Neil. It's going to be a game of mastermind, so everyone's going to have their specialist subject plus just general knowledge within wrestling. Wow. And I think, <laughs> I think I've just been uh, told off um, in the Twitch room for, for my lack of promotional skills because you always need to make an announcement that you're going to make an announcement. So right. my announcement now will be next week I will be announcing the specialist subjects for the Up Next Mania. So show. so it's
3: like it's called mas- <laughs> masterminds the name of the game that they have to do and the loser gets it's, hit in the in the balls so really it, they get It's
2: going to be uh will receive a dick punch.
3: <laughs> Cuz like you know the you know the thing where people say you get brained where people like uh I don't want to get into it but there's some there's a, there's definitely a pun there like like, Brain Breaker could be the name of I the don't game. Know. I haven't been brained for a while.
2: <laughs> I'm staying at my mum's at the moment, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, great.
3: Oh, uh, that sounds so fun.
2: NXT's horny. Up Next is horny. What can we say? Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, it's
3: true. Yeah, it's true. We can, we're allowed to be horny if NXT is. But yeah, we're going to yeah. have dick punches and ball shots at your, your Kickstarter there. But then, yeah, we will be doing Up Next Mania probably... Whether it be like the first week of May or something along those lines, but we'll give you guys an update. We're thinking, we're thinking. You had an idea of putting it right before the
2: backlash, like pay per view or whatever. So maybe we'll do something like that. WrestleMania Backlash. We'll need to confirm uh, with all the people involved, but that seems like a good idea because then we can we can do the event in the afternoon and then chill and watch some WrestleMania Backlash in the in the evening. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah, let's. We'll probably we'll probably do it then somehow. We'll probably try to make it like the tailgate, but live on Twitch and do the whole Up Next Mania, and then maybe we'll even do a watch along or something. But yeah, uh sounds sounds good. So Up Next Mania will be happening. Uh, Up Next Mania two, to be in mm. fact. But yeah, follow all the socials and stuff. So much going on. So we'll still have the the Twitch stuff and some live stuff. All the stuff from your favorite pals, your favorite friends. Uh yeah, I feel like what we did a, we did a show. We recorded a was next today. That's coming out on the Patreon this week talking about some old NXT, another one of our retro reviews. And it's the build to quite possibly the biggest was next we have thus far because the Cesaro Sammy Zayn feud in 2013 is heating up and they're just promoting now the, the two out of three falls that they the epic two out of three falls match. So we got some good stuff on the retro NXT
2: reviews out on the patreon but we do have it's yeah it's definitely become a probably my favorite show to do um i think it's it's a nice show because it's always it's back when nxt was an hour so it's a lot more relaxed for us to to do we're not cramming in hours worth of research before doing it so i feel we're normally in quite good mood going into was next but also the actual show has been getting a lot better than when we started those Those first few months of doing this, there really wasn't a whole lot to talk about apart from look where they are now. Whereas now we're actually getting into like the the real kind of meaty stuff in NXT. And as you said, that's kind of the first kind of big, big, big match in NXT, that two out of three falls match. So I'm really enjoying it. And I think uh, if you are a listener, it's maybe a good time to hop on because you're going to start seeing some really good nxt shows in what's next
3: yeah i mean for any I- nxt fans out there it's definitely a, a show you can go back and listen to all the was next all the we cover every episode and now we're in 2013 in august so pretty pretty good but we do have another show coming out this week we're recording it tomorrow we mentioned shot in the dark john ceno it's a free show on this feed where he watches all the wrestling gives you the details in 15 minutes or less uh maybe a bit more than 15 minutes now with the uh the little ads we have now so <laughs> but sorry, Cito. But he is going to be joining us for a Best Match Ever 205 Live. Which uh looking at his list that he's curated for this this podcast, it should be best match ever, Buddy Murphy. Really. Mm. But I mean he was the heart and soul of 205 Live.
2: Uh but wait, no, sorry. Uh Mustafa Ali's the heart. Yeah, yeah, Cedric true. Alexander's the soul. Okay, got and you. And what's, buddy, the best-kept secret? Got um, you, got you. Honestly, this whole show, I, I watched a bunch of these matches today. I've still got a few more from the list to finish off. But this whole show might have been WWE's best-kept secret because some of these matches are awesome we're going to be talking about. And I'm pretty sure a lot of you wouldn't have watched them. I know myself a lot of these. This is the first time I've watched them. Um, but yeah, two Oh five, uh, didn't get the, the greatest rep in the world. Uh, it's now come to an end, but it's got some really good wrestling on it and I'm looking forward to going into it all.
3: Yeah. So that'll be coming out this week as well. A little, uh, little tribute to some two Oh five live, but yeah, so many shows on the Patreon five bucks. North American tier gets you all these shows. We just did our Leprechaun Two review for
2: St. Patrick's day. Did you have a, oh, did, yeah. did
3: you have a good St. Patrick's day? Did you celebrate in the uk I
2: did i i worked so i poured a bunch of guinnesses uh, guinnesses Guinness-i. Guinness-i, 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 guinness i guinness guinness yeah what is the plural i guinness? don't know guinnesses guinness yeah guinness apostrophe um, yeah they love their baby guinness shots over here as well you know kalua with a with a little yeah. head of bailey's um, i I know we shouldn't call them an Irish car bomb, but I made a few of them, uh, which aren't really a thing over here. Yeah. It is an offensive term, I believe. So Irish slammers, whatever you will. But, slammers. Uh, Jameson Bailey's dropping a little bit of Guinness. Yeah. So uh, taught some of, the, some of the Brits what that is all about, and they quite liked them. But yeah, it was, it was so, so busy. Um, thought it might be a bit rowdier. Um, but it was all right. Had a, had a decent enough time. Uh, what about you? Did you get up to much? Yeah, I worked during the day on
3: actual St. Patrick's day. So I had a pretty chill day and, and night, but then, uh, the Friday night was, uh, I, I had some time. So I went to see a band. I'm kind of, there's a local Toronto band called the creep show. Which they're pretty awesome. They've been kicking it for quite a few years here. They're like punk rock, horror, psychobilly, and they put on a pretty good show. I was, I think, I mentioned it last week. I was like thinking about going, and they had a Toronto show on the Friday, so went to Bovine for that, and it got pretty, got pretty rowdy. I mean, it's not the biggest bar in the world, and people were like crowd surfing, and like there was a pit there. Was, it was and here, and I was in the, before the 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 band went on. I'm in the back just playing. Terminator 2, pinball, and then I'm like, oh, hold on, I got to go see it what the pit's all about. But yeah, I had an all right, I had an all right time. Uh, Saturday night, I had a bit of a party. It's weird having parties and people over when you're not here, Davey. Because what am I? Sp- it's like, oh, my roommate isn't here. I'm sorry, but uh, I had a bit of a, I had a bit of a jam here actually. Saturday got a little, got a little loose. Uh, so that, nice. that made up. And then we went to. <laughs> We, we, we were trying to, I think I talked to you off air, but like Toronto just seemed busy this week because it's nice mm. out and the mask stuff dropped. A lot of people are like finally feeling comfortable to just maybe go out. And it felt like the busiest, more, the most alive Toronto's felt in quite a while this past week, specifically the weekend. So we were trying to go, we had a bunch of people and we were like, hey, let's go out. And a lot of the people here were like, we want to go out and we want to like dance and stuff. I'm like, all right. So we... We, we bar crawled a bit, but then we ended up at Supermarket in Kensington. and Oh, yeah? we we got in. <laughs> we got in, and we're, we're having a great time. Everyone's doing shots and dancing and fine. But then, like, some of the music that was playing, we knew all the words. Then we kind of look around, and there's a lot of, like, younger people. And younger. I'm 30, but, like, younger than me. And, like, they didn't – some of these these kids didn't know the, like, kids, meaning, like, twenty in their 20s. They didn't know the lyrics to, like, Britney Spears or – or like Soldier Boy, or like certain songs that like I definitely like knew that, that you'll always hear at a at a bar or a club. They, they didn't. They were like, "Oh, I wonder what this song is." Like trying to like Shazam it. Like, "Oh, what's this?" It's like, "What do you mean you don't know this?" I'm like, "Fuck, how old?" It was like we just felt like really old. Like yeah. a Biggie song comes on, they're like, "Oh, what is this? This is nice." I'm like, "Oh God, like fuck." And I'm in. I'm born in '91, so I'm like, "Whoa," and like. The, the group we were with, like, a lot of us are like 91s, 92s, maybe a 94 in there. But, like, a lot of us were like, whoa, what's going on? I definitely felt really old. There were specific songs. And I'm like, what? How do they not know? How do you not know this song?
2: I had that at the at the bar I'm working at because it's a lot of students that go. So you're talking, like, like, 18 to 22, like, on the student night. A lot of them go in there. And these songs will come on Like I've taught you The the brilliant song By the the legendary Peter Andre yeah. Mysterious Girl Oh, banger For sure Certified uh, Fresh Which is Is a pretty big song Over here And anyone kind of My age kind of knows it And that came on And it was clear that None of these kids had a clue what this song was. <laughs> but they're, like, pretending they know it. But you're like, wait, you're not even singing the chorus. Yeah. I, I understand if you don't know lyrics to the verses. But come on, the chorus. You should know the chorus. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you do just feel like, ah, oh, I'm and, old. And it's like these kids were probably, like, 25
3: or, or so. Like, I, there was a giant group. I guess students now are allowed to go out and stuff because the bars and clubs and stuff are opening. So it was it was, like, rowdy. Like, everywhere in the city was crazy. And I'm just speaking for for like toronto now but yeah it was it was cool but i we we kind of noticed like ooh, i'm i'm old now like sorry if it's not if it's not a tiktok
2: song then like I, they don't know it i guess that's how it works i think i'm keeping my first weekend clear when i come back because i definitely will do want to a, a couple of nights out before i get back into the grind of things
3: yeah it's unfortunate a lot of our favorite places before pandemic living downtown here are are, are gone like hideout in ug i I really wish we're, we're still kicking around, but, but I'm happy that like concerts are being announced. There's a lot of shows, like literally I'm going to a show this week. I'm seeing Snow Allegra. I'm seeing Men I Trust. I just bought tickets to Dead Mouse is coming. Like I'm just, I'm just going ham with all these shows. Uh, I, I didn't get to see the past few years, but I'm, I'm super excited for the summer, just buying concert tickets and I'm going to, we're going to
2: live our best life in the summer. Okay. Oh yeah. Gotcha. I, I do I do get jealous. So I saw your videos in Bovine. I, I do miss that place. That's certainly somewhere I want to go back to. Yeah. Play the pinball. Oh, I actually uh played Metallica pinball nice. JP, nice. the other day. They've got the same machine as you know Ted's. So that was yeah. pretty fun. We do like our pinball. I do. Still if if you want to crowdfund us guys to get our yeah, D pinball machine. We we still want it. The <laughs> whole post wrestling up next pinball machine. We gotta make it happen one day. Yeah,
3: we're still waiting for that uh, crowd fund me for buying us a, a pinball machine. I don't know which one we would get, though. I would assume a wrestling one. If there was an I, NXT one, that would definitely fit the, the apartment.
2: Maybe our... we'll just do our own OnlyFans. That seems to be working for everyone. Should we get
3: an OnlyFans? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, do you like, think we
2: could get uh, 10K 10 in an hour?
3: A a day? I think it was 10K in an hour. In to- an hour. Tony, Storm, <sighs> Tony Storm's OnlyFans that's crazy uh, good for her awesome yeah good for her make that money good for her. Uh, absolutely damn that's that's just impressive that's just very impressive but yeah. you're saying we should start one but it's I mean mate, but just,
2: just to get a pinball machine
3: like we have we can tri- do a whole photo
2: shoot at like higher up tilt for the day
3: what would, what would the photos be? Are we doing,
2: like... Just us us looking seductive on, like... Yeah, no nudes,
3: know, no nudes, no nudes.
2: No, 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 no nudes, no. just suggestive.
3: Suggestive, like... Or, like, behind the scenes of us recording or just hanging out, you know? Stuff like hmm. that, yeah. Let us know. Is this a good idea? Yay or nay? Should we create... The Patreon
2: a... thing's not working anymore.
3: Yeah, Patreon, <laughs> I mean, it is. And you guys, if you really want to support us, definitely go there. It's only five bucks. I mean, you can always support us for free by writing a nice... Review on Apple Podcasts or liking or RTing or su- subbing to all the stuff uh, that we put out there on here. But uh, really, thank you guys. Uh, but we do want that pinball machine one day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what, what's going on in wrestling? We have WrestleMania, we mentioned. We got some live shows. And I mean, WrestleMania is coming up. I did check out the the clip of Kevin Owens pretending to be Stone Cold, which genuinely was hilarious because that crowd bit both times, definitely giving it me... It was the
2: second time. Yeah, it, the it second the one. Yeah, <laughs> the second one
3: was funny. It reminded me of that time with, with Shawn Michaels, with Bret Hart in yeah. Montreal. Just, like, hilarious. So I did I did find that funny. I'm, I'm still skeptical if Austin will be wrestling, but I do think we're going to get more than just a stunner at this point. Uh, the people well, are I talking.
2: It's the main event of night one, I believe. So it's closing night one. What? So I think... Yeah, so I think you're going to get more than just... I mean, last time they were in Dallas, it was what Foley, Shawn Michaels and Austin who beat up the the League of Nations, I think they were called, and then gave the New Day a stunner. But it was very much like stomps in the corner and a stunner. I think you're going to get something a bit more extended. Hmm. I imagine Austin was probably training for a match and then was like, you know what, I don't want to tarnish my legacy and I don't want it to be like an official match. But we'll essentially be kind of doing a match
3: unsanctioned
2: yeah well not even a bell not a pinfall but just like more of an actual proper brawl than a stunner and a beer fest is what i'm imagining but um yeah closing night one so it it does put a bit more expectations on it than i had maybe a week ago
3: that's weird i thought for sure they would close with uh ronda versus beck Mm. no sorry ronda charlotte ronda charlotte yeah i thought for sure but yeah interesting that's crazy, but I mean the interest is is there I guess for for Austin. Uh it's it, you, what about the Cody thing? Is it, it has to be Cody versus Seth or is that to be Is yeah. that Monday night or you're
2: going to have to give that match at WrestleMania, right? I yeah, you'll get the match at Mania. I think I don't think we're going to see Cody until Mania, but what I would love is I would love next week to have an actual solid tease. Like, Well, what Rollins has said he's Gonna hijack the show next week until he gets his moment or something like that. I think you could do something like lights off, lights come back on, and just Stardust's gloves are in the ring, or something like that. I'm not saying Cody will come back as Stardust, but have something kind of iconic to him. Okay, yeah. Would be cool. Or like the boots or something like yeah. that, I think could be quite fun.
3: Mid mid promo, Seth's in the ring, mid promo saying he's hijacking the show, he's going to stand there until he gets what he wants, and then out walks Pharaoh.
2: Just the yeah. just the dog on the ramp, just smiling. Or even, like, think of all the different gimmicks you've had with, um, uh, with, sorry, with Cody. You could have, like, Seth walking backstage and there's a guy, like, combing his mustache. Yeah, yeah. There's a guy who's, like, some, like, jobber's been, like, broken his nose and he's got a face guard on uh that's true someone just getting a fucking american flag tattooed on their neck you know i don't know but yeah pharaoh be be a cool idea i think you need something more than just a cliffhanger is seth gonna have a match but i i think you should save the cody uh actual physical return to wrestlemania yeah there's a few things coming out to down Do, do you think he'll get downstate yeah, He owns that, doesn't he? I, I, would,
3: I would come out to downstate, but I mean, it's WWE, so they could be like, no, come out to,
2: oh,
3: it's only and Mirrors. <laughs> I'd love the yeah. video of John Cena singing it backstage. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I'm talking about? If you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google John Cena okay. Cody Rhodes theme and you'll know what I'm talking about. Remind it's me like, after. It's iconic. It's just like a, a video. I don't know what it's for, but like they're filming people backstage and it's like a WrestleMania or a Raw or something. Mm. And Cena's walking around. And Cody walks by. So Cena's just in a good mood and just starts singing Cody Rhodes theme. And it's, yeah, it's a gem. Uh, I do, I do want, you know, I love me some downstate. So I would probably vote for that. But uh, someone's already linked it in the Twitch chat. (laughs) Cena's singing. Yeah.
2: Like, yeah, I mean, I think he's, it depends. Apparently he's on a, like the rumor is a pretty nice looking contract. And it's, it's all down to Vince, really. Do you want to present this guy as a star or don't you? And you think you look at okay, Edge has just switched his music up, but he's still got altered oh. like, I feel, but I feel whenever you see Edge, he like he feels like a bigger star because of that music. Like he hasn't got just this stock generic music. And I think you want to treat Cody like a big deal. I think also with the Hardys coming out in AEW with their WWE theme, I can imagine like them wanting to be. You know what? We'll just take his theme he's been using yeah um but I do think that makes him feel like a bigger deal it'll be very interesting these these first like few months with Cody how is he presented uh is he a main guy there Uh, yeah is he the one Will he just fall down the card pretty quickly I don't know
3: yeah I mean with the the titles being unified at Wrestlemania with Brock and Roman that just means they that I think Cody should bring back the big gold title to, okay. to raw and then eventually become WWE world champion or whatever. And then when the three year contracts up and when he's back in AEW, he can be like, look, I was world champion, but I had to go to the other company to do it. It's, mm-hmm. that's probably what he, like, well, that's what I'm imagining. But yeah, uh, I, I, I'm excited. I like Cody and I would, I'm wondering, do all of a sudden we cheer him? Do, do all the people cheer him? You would imagine so. It's like this like weird, bizarro, like,
2: you would. I do think. I do think naturally he's such a better heel. Yeah, but this is the heel face. thing to do: but, is go to WWE. He's gonna. He's gonna get a baby face reaction there for sure. Just yeah. the surprise of seeing him, even though it's an expected surprise. Um, but also, they don't have a lot of top baby faces there at the moment, especially ones that feel like stars. So, I think he will have a pretty good run and will probably be on. Top of raw for a while, um depending on who wins the the Brock Roman match, yeah, I feel
3: like I feel like you can't have roman I think Roman's going to be champ for a long time I mean I'm talking like another year with this with this reign with both titles, or you know maybe braun breaker's the guy to eventually beat him, but like i I don't see Roman losing to anyone anytime soon and mm. except if it's someone special, and I don't think necessarily Cody would be the. Like Cody doesn't seem like the guy that they would book to beat Roman, but I do see somehow, some way Cody still being the main guy, but on the opposite show that Roman is on. And like I mentioned, like it would be funny or something if they were to bring back a different title since the unifying, the universal one, which I still think is a stupid name. But like make another title or what? I don't know, something, something like that. Cody's made titles before, so he can do it again. He'll just do it in the, in the Fed, but. I do. Mm. I, I haven't been super high on Seth. You mentioned that he's put in on some good stuff lately. But I am. if that is the match, then yeah, I am super excited for that match. I think they'll put on and a that, banger.
2: That does feel fresh to me as yeah, well. Yeah, for sure. Like I, I feel we've seen Seth face a lot of the same people over and over again in the last year or so. And Cody is in such a different form than when he was last in WWE. And when he was last in WWE, he wasn't really... Having anything to do with the shield? Um, well, I mean, oh, no, no there was that, that tag, tag match. There was the tag yeah, thing, it was like, awesome. As, the tag was great, but as kind of singles competitors, not really like main event. Seth Rollins was it? It was both of them in a very different form at that point. So the match does intrigue me.
3: Yeah. No.
2: No. Definitely. And both being known to be kind of the company guys as well. Just Cody in a different company. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
3: and then of course there's there's also stand and deliver which is happening mm. Saturday during the day. So to let you people know, if you will be watching it, yes, we will be covering it. In fact, it starts 1 p.m. Eastern time. So it'll probably go, what, uh, an hour to to two hours? Uh, sorry, no, not sorry, two, hour, two to three hours. Deliver? Yeah, it'll probably go two to three hours. I imagine,
2: there's six matches announced, so I imagine two and a half hours probably. Uh, and then
3: we'll be going on twitch live right after to then record a show and and do uh, our review of stand and deliver so uh looking forward to that as well so it's going to be a long wrestlemania weekend in there so i'm not sure exactly
2: when it will end but uh so if you're going to dallas you can go to the show and then on your big trek from uh the american airlines arena to uh to at&t stadium which is a bit of a trek. You can listen to us on the way. How nice is that? Yeah, uh,
3: and then afterwards, when we're when we're done, uh, Twitch, I will take the audio and put it up on this very feed for our stand and deliver post show. So looking forward to that. The big not takeover from NXT, but stand and deliver. And I mean, yeah, they've added a lot of matches. Uh, it's it's a it's a pretty stacked card now. I imagine that there's some sort of pre-show with some some matches. Uh, before that so uh, yeah but I guess we'll get into the show first to kind of talk about the matches that are added and maybe changed
2: well let's do it NXT March 22nd 2022 Uh, we open with Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams arriving to the arena and they're kind of just introducing the upcoming matches as we're going to have qualifiers for the North American ladder match uh, at Stand and Deliver and we're starting off the show immediately with a qualifying match. It's Roderick Strong taking on Solo Sokoa. Um, Roddy right away takes off his Diamond Mine hoodie and just throws it in Solo's face, showing some disrespect there. Mello and Trick join the commentary team. Um, it starts Roddy and Sokoa like both grappling up and really like trying to like outmuscle the other one down. And then Sokoa just rocks Roddy with a big right hand followed by a big shoulder block and then Roddy's on the outside and kind of lures Sokoa towards him but moves so Sokoa goes throat first into the ropes allowing Roddy to take control. starts delivering some chops, goes for a vertical suplex but Sokoa blocks it and Roddy decides to stamp on his bare foot and then hits an Olympic slam. Or what I quite like is they call it a high angle slam. Mm. Obviously it's an angle slam, but there, it's also a high angle, high angle like, oh, slam. I see what you did. I like a that. High angle slam. Yeah. yeah it's I like, like it. Oh. Wordplay. How lovely. That's when Santos Escobar walks out, uh, as he's already qualified. Um, Vic Joseph on commentary brings up to Mello that, um, Escobar is the only person who's beaten him. And Mello says, well, you know, I, Write my name with only one L. It's because I'm only taking one L and I ain't ever taking a second. Oh, I,
3: I love this line. I, I think he should make this one of his, his like catchphrases or like definitely add to his, his promo. He's got a lot of lines that he weaves in and out of all his promos, but this definitely is,
2: is good. Is, I was like, ooh, damn, Carmelo, you smooth. Sokoa then hits a Samoan drop to Roddy, but Roddy kicks out. And then they're both fighting on the top rope. Sokoa knocks Roddy off the top, hits the Uso splash and wins. So Solo Sokoa is, has qualified and will be in the North American title match at stand and deliver. Yeah.
3: I mean, I, I look, I'm not mad at the outcome of this at all. I've actually been pretty impressed with young Oos, Solo Sokoa. Um, I thought it was a little flat with. Just the the splash didn't look that devastating, and I mean we've seen Roddy in some some epic battles and 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 stuff, and I know it's solos finish and everything, but I didn't necessarily. I think the finish kind of fell flat. Even the crowd were like, oh
2: oh oh okay, that that was it. It was a, there wasn't a big move knocking Roddy off. They just were kind of like brawling on the top, and Roddy just kind of got shoved down into the finish. So yeah, I agree. The finish was a bit flat. Um, I thought I I do like. Roddy's someone who can work kind of stiff and delivers those chops and those forearms, and I thought both were bringing it that way with the strikes. Um, and I think it is right for Sokoa to win. we like, this is like they've taken away the takeover thing now, and they're trying to make it less of a super indies and maybe more of a developmental. And this is a guy who's got promise and should be getting that experience in front of a big crowd. Roddy's already had it all. Um, but yeah. obviously, as a fan of as a fan of Roderick Strong, you want to see more of him. But there, there are rumors of him what going to NXT UK for a bit.
3: Well, not I, rumors. I mean, he, he 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 is, is? Okay. he is there. Yeah, they mentioned that he just beat Wolfgang Davy. He's a big deal now. He's beating oh Wolfgang.
2: He beat Wolfgang.
3: Like yeah, no. They they mentioned that he's got uh, some stuff going on. I'm pretty sure he's already taped it. I mean, at this point, because he's he's here live. Yeah, he wouldn't in, be back in forth. Florida, yeah. so. Uh, yeah. I mean, it would have been cool if they added Dragonov Roddy to the t- stand and deliver, but mm. uh, it seems like that's something they taped uh, over there already, or or whatever. But yeah, I mean, yeah, Roddy is basically the workhorse of just NXT. He's been that guy for so long in Undisputed Era, just you know making people look good, everyone look good, and here he is still getting someone over. I, I guess he's just gonna kind of be that guy. It, it it's unfortunate. It felt like it was kind of almost like it's not a squash, but like, it was like, Oh man, like, I don't know. I think, I think there's a lot still in the tank for Roddy. Uh, and you know, I, I'd, I'd always say he needs to be in all elite with his friends, but I, I would say that Roddy would be someone, I mean, if he sticks it out here in WWE, he could be, uh, doing this role for quite a while, but he could also be like a, a trainer or some sort of mm. producer for certain matches because something about him and definitely he knows how to put matches in and, a story into his matches for sure but he'd be someone i'd be interested in to see like uh in not 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 just because his name is strong but like new japan strong or like some gcw stuff or or some blood of that sport. blood sport yeah stuff like that i know his wife ha- is is what marina shafir she's doing stuff like that and yeah. i don't know it would be interesting but like hey while he's still employed by wwe like get that bag roddy but Will always be a fan, fan of Roddy, but yeah, I know what you mean. It's always like, oh, and Roddy lost, but like, I'm happy I think for that's Solo. The thing, but- he's
2: he's not quite in that like champer tier, is he? Right. Like he's wrestling, yes, but when you think of character and all of that, he's he's not going to be at the same level of a, as a champer. So really, it's just we're going to see him kind of stick around to lose to guys like Sakawa. Yeah, so that's what I mean. It's is, like ah. Uh- he is someone and like maybe he's happy. I'm sure he's got a fairly nice paycheck and if they do maybe want to keep him around. It depends what his like ambitions are. Um but the problem is with him is always the what what are you what will you do on the main roster unless you're in some kind of tag team or something. Yeah. Um yeah. but I will check out those um those UK matches especially if he is facing Dragon. Wolf Wolfgang. Sounds pretty cool. I might not. I might give that one a miss. Uh, got busy a lot on that my week. Plate right now, <laughs> I gotta go wash my. I gotta go wash my hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, some of the others maybe. We go backstage and Indie Hartwell and Persia Parada are bickering over the TMZ article that came out about their. Uh, yeah. Their, what PDA last week with the smooching with Dexter and and Duke. And they're kind of arguing over who the article is focusing on more. And Persia says that Indy's just jealous because they got more views on their TikTok. They had over, what, 10 million views, um, which is the most in NXT history. And yeah. And Persia I mean, says that Index is out and Duja is in. Duja.
3: Duja. That's a terrible ship name. That's not even Duja. one of the best ones. Oh, they, they did. Get featured on TMZ. I noticed this. I I, I follow TMZ because usually, you know, ever since ever since they reported Michael Jackson, I trust TMZ. And well, they definitely put put out a top story that, and the story was that NXT has a lot of PDA. And I was like, really? Like this has to be definitely like a fed story or promotional so, yeah. thing or something. But I mean, hey, good for them. I'm sure uh, all the people involved kind of got a lot of eyes on it but just for the wrong reasons i think
2: <laughs> yeah
3: uh yeah this uh, isn't really doing it for uh, me it's... chris, chris leone <laughs> in the twitch chat says it shouldn't be duja but duja is better than puke i guess persia duke puke, puke? Yeah. yeah he's gonna
2: puke <laughs> yeah yeah duja is better than puke isn't it can you do anything with parada or hudson mm. no, H- H- duja is the best Rudder. Yeah, Dugia. I guess Douja is the best. You, more like
3: Dusha is what someone's going to say to them eventually. Ah. Yeah, Indy will call them that.
2: Well, this leads to our next match. Tony D'Angelo taking on Dexter Loomis uh, with both Persia and Indy at ringside. Loomis goes for the silence immediately, but Angelo fights out and hits a belly-to-belly. Uh, there's then the Luthers press from Dexter. They start brawling on the outside, and D'Angelo drops Dexter face first onto the steel steps, and then puts his fedora on and sits on the steps and pats his back, mocking Tommaso Ciampa.
3: Did it? Did it uh, feel Lewis- good? To, did it? Did it feel good to write that note? To write that notes of the show, Tony. De, Tony D'Angelo puts, his hat, puts mid- his hat on in the middle of a match. <laughs> <laughs> you always say he's a cartoon
2: character and he, that definitely he that was yeah it's funny though but yeah you know what, what annoyed me though was he didn't sit on the apron if you're gonna do the right. Tommaso Ciampa thing sit on the middle of the apron he kind of sat on the steps and I I didn't really realize what he was doing at first I was like oh yeah you're feuding with Ciampa yeah kind of forgot Um, So yeah, not a good imitation, Tony.
3: You mean you forgot about the Battle of Italy? This is like the Italian-on-Italian violence here. Uh, Wow.
2: Yeah. So Loomis fights back. He hits the bulldog and looks over to Indy, who gives her the thumbs up. There's the kip-up and the leg drop from Dexter. And then Persia and D'Angelo start fighting over the crowbar. And Persia lets go, allowing d'angelo to fall back and swings smashing dexter in the face with the crowbar um they actually timed this quite nicely because as he swung the ref was in the way so the ref ducked so didn't see the actual contact and then uh it was the fisherman buster for the win yeah the
3: the, what are they, do they even still sleep sleeping with the no, fisherman's bust?
2: I think it's just us that call it. That. Yeah, it's, they should, still should call it that. But yeah, he doesn't do. He did do like a what was it like a falcon arrow into it or something? It he's, cool. He's now just doing the fisherman buster, isn't he?
3: It looks cool. It's like the swinging thing. But yeah, uh, mm. the match itself didn't really do anything for me. We kind of knew. Where this was going, unfortunately, for Dexter. Dexter is just like Roddy. If you were part of two, if you were part of NXT black and gold, sorry, you are the enhancement talent for the new people here, uh, including Tony D'Angelo. But I mean, it makes sense. Tony has the stand and deliver match with Champa. So he definitely goes over, but, uh, I think the real story, I guess, is after, uh, this or the real story is Wade Barrett on commentary saying that he watched and studied the the TikTok of the the couples making out from last week, like over and over again, and that he he was studying the lip technique on how to properly kiss and make. Yeah, it.
2: Wade was saying some weird things. He was like, he basically said, "Yeah, we've all been one in one of those relationships where it's all sex, but there's no actual meaning there or romance." And like, damn, Wade, who hurt you?
3: I mean, he's not wrong, but no. I mean, on was next we do a regal we do regalisms because William Regal is on commentary in 2013 NXT and sometimes AEW, so we brought them back for BD Elite. But I mean, eventually we're gonna need some Barrett Barrettisms. No, we need a better name for that. Wade-isms? But- Wadeisms. Wade-ums? I don't know because th- he say he says some. Tr- I know he's trying to be funny, and some of them do land, but it was it was
2: it was weird <laughs> talking yeah. about the lip technique. Yeah, I I didn't really think much of the match either. Um De- Dexter's definitely someone who I, I can see why maybe you'd want to keep around a a Roddy to actually like work with these guys. Um same with Champa to an extent, but Loomis is such a character where you feel this guy should be doing stuff on the main roster. He feels Yeah, he should. He feels like a main roster character. Serial um, a- serial killer like we had the fiend yeah. sp- we don't have the- they don't have any spooky shit
3: they need uh, mm. they need Dexter to just murder people
2: yeah yeah go kill all the twenty four seven division you know just yeah have
3: people. people like go missing. In the, tw- yep. in the 24-7 division Until it's finally the last one And then it's him Like the big reveal is He's on Reggie
2: Just his body is found Like under
3: the ring Yeah probably. see in TNA They did it <laughs> He was So he was Samuel Shaw In TNA In Impact And like they kind of they kind of made some some sus shit with like him like actually murdering people and people were like, "Yo, it's pretty weird." They they did some weird stuff though. I'm pretty sure James Storm also is in the storyline and he kills Mickey or something. Like it did go a little too weird, so it would I guess it is a hard character to make in a PG show. Yeah. But like remember the wedding? He just had to like show the act—it's always been suggestion. Yeah, it? it's Which not. I,
2: like, I think it's been quite funny. Like the the assumption is he's a serial killer. whereas yeah. he's just actually just a bit creepy, and that's why it's worked with Indy, because Indy's just like he's just misunderstood. Yeah, he's he's madexty. Yeah, I do um, I
3: do think it, he would he would work
2: on the main roster. I think it's probably time to get
3: get him out of NXT.
2: Yeah, we got all those Raw and SmackDown after Mania call, call ups, so maybe he'll be one of them. Um, but after the match, uh, he, uh, D'Angelo gets on the mic and says, Tommaso Champa, you thought I was coming out here to pay tribute? Ha! <laughs> nah. I sent the hook and you took the bait. And when I put you on your knees, you knew you were finished. The new dawn of NXT arrives at Stand and Deliver. And then Champa's music hits. So, um, D'Angelo's waiting for Champa to come out, but Champa attacks him from behind and hits the fairy tale ending. And Champa grabs the mic and says, Listen, you don't get to tell me when I'm done at Stand and Deliver. It may be my last chapter in NXT. And if it is, I am going to write my own fairy tale ending. So, yeah, de- definitely kind of writing this as Champa's last match in NXT. It feels, and then what? He's on the main roster forever. He'll be on on Raw, I guess. Damn, damn.
3: Or SmackDown. Whatever. I mean, at least he gets to wrestle on stand and deliver. Um, but this could be his his last, his fairy tale ending, his write off. But I, I do think it's it's a a good spotlight for D'Angelo. And every time we've seen him so far, we've been like, okay, he needs to like step up. I felt like he didn't do a whole lot in that War Games match, which definitely like soured. Me on mm-hmm. like the wrestling because again he's like a cartoon character, just some Italian dude, and I know that he
2: can wrestle, but I kind of I need think to the see Dunn it. He the done matches. The done matches,
3: yeah, that was true, but I do think I,
2: he'll bring it. I th- I think he will. Um, I I think the expectation is probably if Champ is moving up for D'Angelo to win, but I think in this character, I don't think D'Angelo necessarily has to. Um. I, I think it could go either way with this. And yeah. I think Champer is gonna bring the absolute best out of him, especially if it's gonna be Champa's last match in NXT. He's not gonna let it be a bad match, is he? Yeah, true. Exactly. He wants to go out with
3: a with the bangers, but pretty 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 good match I I think we'll have
2: from two Italian men. Mm. We have a interview with Robert Rude and Dolph Ziegler backstage. Uh, Rude says, why are we not talking more about me? I'm a former NXT champion. I dominated this place for 12 long months. If I hadn't paved the way, it wouldn't be what it is today. And Ziggler says, Breaker is two weeks away from the biggest match of his life. And I want you to pound him and pummel him and leave the scraps for me. And Breaker doesn't measure up to the former and current NXT champion." Damn. I mean, Rude uh, kind of
3: joking that he was the one that that started all this. That was yep. the main, paved yeah, the paved the way here in NXT. I thought that was a good line. Um, but yeah, uh, it sets up. It just sets up the, what we get to just hear. is the match later. And his music later.
2: <laughs> yeah. We get a Grayson Waller video package. He's saying that uh, stand and deliver won't be anything without him on the card. And two weeks ago, he was the last man standing. And two, in two weeks' time, he will be the only man standing. But there's one man standing in his way, and it's a kid. And the Grayson Waller effect is a global sensation. And you are a stepping stone on my rung to super stardom. So just, just setting up the, the other final qualifying match later tonight. But that takes us to our next match of the evening. Electra Lopez taking on Fallon Henley and Brooks and Jensen are in Henley's corner and Jensen, like they're trying to like, like hype up Fallon and Jensen just says, look, she's a really beautiful woman. Okay. Like take (laughs) it easy. And Brooks is like, what are you doing? Sorry, Briggs. Yeah. Yeah. Briggs, Briggs and Jensen. There we go. Um, and they reveal on commentary that Jensen has a date, but they didn't really tell us who it is. Is so I mean, a, is the I was date a bit mad? Yeah, is the date is it, at Stand and Deliver, and then he's gonna get stood up? Oh, you know what they could do? They should they should mock the like front row signing that they always used to do at takeovers. Right, but it could be Jensen's date. <laughs> so the person's like they like wave to the crowd you just look, have the graphic come up jensen's date and it's an empty chair <laughs> oh my next god jensen
3: newest signing break jensen sorry jensen's date yeah yeah, jensen's date. yeah. so they mention he's got a date but they won't go into detail so that's got you more yeah, yeah. that's got you more hooked than any match on the show oh yeah if that is on the there's
2: show. a drop kick from fallon uh she then gets caught in a stun gun by electra lopez and then Lopez applies a submission where she's got her feet against the back and she's wrenching the arms back. Briggs, uh, Briggs and Jensen start to brawl on the outside with Legado del Fantasma. Henley fights back with like this, almost like Cesaro-esque, you know, his flying, spinning uppercut. Um, mm-hmm. Henley hit this and I thought it looked pretty nice, followed by a bulldog for a two count. But then Lopez picks her up in a kind of blue thunderbomb for the win.
3: Yeah, I always love a good Blue Thunderbomb, but Electra's looks all right too cuz she's she's got like some size on her especially compared to Fallon, like she's a lot taller. Um mm. and yeah, I, not not much too much of a match. I I think it I think if Fallon given uh, eventually given a bigger role, which I think will lead to uh I think there could be some promise from from both of them actually. Like Electra Lopez, we don't see too much of her. I keep thinking of that match with with B Fab, where they just like used yeah, weapons and awful, stuff, awful. and I hated it. So maybe I, there's like a like a stink that she's got to remove, and I think here showing that she still can be uh, quite dominant in the ring.
2: Yeah, I think this match they were able to kind of hide the weaknesses more with her. Um, like we have seen her where it's been quite glaringly bad, but I think Fallon Henley is. I I think she's been quite impressive in the little we've seen of her, and I definitely think she can be good and is probably like a better hand to work with, with Electra, But really, it was a pretty short nothing match here, but um, it didn't stink it up or anything. We go backstage to Draco Anthony, who um, still has a ringtone in 2022. Uh, his phone is ringing away and he keeps hanging up and Zion Quinn sh- shows up and Anthony's like, yeah. All week, um, Joe Gacy's been blowing up my phone. He's like, look, he even showed me this video. And it's just a creepy video from Gacy saying, you don't have to live your life all alone. Open your mind and let me help you. Together, we could make your life much better. <laughs> and Zion just says, hey, you know what you got to do. He's like, yeah, I've got to handle my business like a man. I got your back if you need me. Don't be a Gacy. Run it straight. (laughs) I think I might have had a bit more emotion in my voice there than Zion Quinn, uh, the robot. But yeah, uh, Quinn is a terrible actor.
3: Yeah, I mean, Zion says he's got his back. But, you know, if I was Zion, I would probably tell Draco here That you can block people on your iPhone. There is... Or any phone, that matter. You can block numbers. And uh, that would probably be the end of of that. But, um, yeah, this was weird. And then he throws his phone as well. Because
2: he's like, ah! Yeah.
3: So angry. I keep getting these DMs from from Joe Gacy. Joe Gacy. (laughs) Thirsty Joe Gacy over here. Um, Yeah, I mean, I...
2: I don't know. I feel like both of these guys should join Gacy in this this yeah, thing. I got more of a sense here this week that oh maybe it could be Zion that is going to turn on uh, on Draco to join join these guys. But yeah, I, I think it would be better for both of them to join him because I I think uh, Gacy being a mouthpiece for them could help. One hundred percent. Quinn sounded very wooden here, and uh, Draco Anthony, I, I'm not quite getting his frustration, it just seemed yeah, I I just this 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 was one of those, yeah, school school Yeah, why is
3: it always in this shitty locker room? Like think back to wrestling like where the wrestlers are getting ready and they're they're lacing up their boots, sitting down and like someone walks in and starts talking to them. Here it's like Degrassi High where they're in their school lockers, it's like safe by the bell and then Zion's like at school like, oh hey, that guy's bullying you like that's what this fucking feels like. Yeah. But like, like no, it sucks. Uh, I do want them to join him, but I—that I, I, feels like that sounds like I actually care about this story. Like, I definitely feel like they're <laughs> they're dropping the ball with. Uh, I think Harland is the one they're dropping the ball with. One hundred percent. I think I would have got him uh, training under his, his a different a different name. He looks like a legit threat to like a Brock Lesnar or something. And instead, they got him just kind of doing the Michael Myers thing but I, I I don't know but wherever it goes cool I just think it's this is so high school TV show
2: teen drama but with not It needs teens. to move forward a bit more like especially with with Harland. we've we've seen him throwing people off downstairs and and things and like, now yeah uh, yeah and now he's just the background for this He's calling uh, people Anthony Imagine someone yeah. keeps
3: calling you yeah block them Joe Gacy's like a stage 5 clinger here just keeps bugging him like yo just tell your supervisor you know here tell sean call up sean michaels be like yo this guy just keeps fucking calling me he'll keep yeah, calling Go to me. hr <laughs> come on start talking you know hr at least we're you know <laughs> the hr I won't do anything no sean michaels imagine sean michaels getting involved here i don't know but yeah
2: just just weird that would be a refreshing take in in wrestling though instead of oh let's fight just you go to hr you don't have an authority yeah. figure. You've just got HR. It's like, Look, this
3: like,
1: guy,
2: hey, this guy keeps interfering. I'm trying to do my job and this guy keeps bothering me, interfering, hitting me with a chair and yeah. stuff when I'm trying to do my job. Yeah. Can you have a word?
3: It's <laughs> eventually they will be like, yo, Joe, like you can't be leaving these creepy messages for your employee. Yeah. Like this is, this is not good. Stop it. Uh, Did you
2: send this Joe? <laughs> <Like, laughs> <yeah. laughs> Scream shots. Is this your phone number? and yeah. then, then hey, you'd have a look at these. And then Joe I a transcript here.
3: He's got Joe Gacy's gotta go through insensitivity training <laughs> in, in the PC. So he could be yeah. more PC in the PC. Yeah. I don't know. We haven't gotten a, like they've dropped the, the wokeness thing. Now it's just like trying to recruit this guy. So I still Now it's
2: just a cult. They they've fallen back on old tricks haven't they yeah yeah you miss the wokeness don't you i mean we we've just barely seen anything really he's just he's just calling yeah they haven't they haven't draco they haven't down dance, danced hey, around you up
3: <laughs> <laughs> wid <laughs> joe Gacy wid what you doing yeah. Oh, uh, wow. We've spent way uh, too much time talking about this. We have.
2: Let's talk about <laughs> Wendy Chu.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, let's talk about the woke person and now let's talk about the sleepy person. All right. Oh and, go. and, the, and the and her friend who's got uh, a a golem. <laughs> yeah.
1: Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with one hundred dollars in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL.
0: America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.
2: So you got Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai backstage. Um, D- uh, Wendy says that last year Dakota went to the finals and won with her best friend. And this year she's going to go to the finals and win with her new best friend. But last year she won and then she kicked her friend in the face and then she got Jingona bombed. And, well, this isn't going to happen this time. And Dakota kind of cuts her off and says she's had way too much orange soda today yeah Wendy seemed more hyper than tired today um but basically says she's going to put her name on the cup for the second year in a row and do something no one else has ever done um so yeah leading you to think that maybe this could happen and that takes us to Bobby sorry Robert Rude mm. taking on Braun Breaker with Dolph Ziggler um kind of on commentary momentarily and then just kind of being in the corner of robert rude
3: i mean yeah the highlight of the show for me t- tonight was we got to hear glorious mm. one more time it's been a while
2: whole thing yeah it's been
3: a minute since i got to hear a, a glorious bomb so i definitely it-, it definitely made me reminisce of the glorious bomb days with diy but yeah old nxt here i'd say that was the best part of bobby root in nxt was his theme song the, the theme the theme that was made for nakamura and he was like yeah so weird he's like yo that goes hard but but i need one that goes harder and they're like mm. we got you we got you yeah
2: so we get a big shoulder tackle from bron um rude tries to leapfrog bron but gets caught in a power slam Bron then charges for like a spear into the corner, but Dolph grabs Rude, pulling him out the way, sending Bron's shoulder first into the turnbuckle. And therefore the ref throws Dolph out of there. You, you are, are out, out of here. There. We then get a blockbuster from Rude for a two count, a big double A style spinebuster from Rude for a two. And then we get the spear from Bron. I do like Bron's spear, actually. He kind of does the roll-through version. I I think he hits it pretty nicely. But Rude kicks out. Rude then hits the glorious DDT, but can't make the cover right away. And then Bron kicks out. And then Rude climbs the top rope, jumps off, and gets caught in the power slam for the win for Bron Breaker. Yeah,
3: I've been a fan of Robert Rude or Bobby Rude back in... Old TNA days, whether it's Team Canada or, uh, what, beer money, which, beer money. which Ziggler mentioned here. When Ziggler, you mentioned kind of goes over and grabs the commentary mic, it was a little weird because they had some audio issues, but you could hear him say, yeah, Bobby's, Bobby's fighting Braun tonight. He's going to make some beer money and then we're going to hit the road. So it's like mm. he did make that beer money reference, but, uh, yeah, I, 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 I Always thought Bobby Roode would be great in WWE when I watched him in TNA. He has a very old school style. I didn't necessarily like him too much in NXT because, again, it's like more of a slower. He's like Triple H. It's like slow and there is story and he can have really good matches. Trust me that he has had some awesome stuff. But here, I wouldn't necessarily say this was bad, but it was still kind of hitting his his best. He hit every move I know he would hit, his blockbuster, his his spinebuster It's like all the, the, the stuff he still hit almost 10 years ago or whatever. In, in NXT, but I guess it was just to help get Braun over and it, it did that. So, uh, yeah.
2: I, yeah, I quite enjoyed this match. Actually. I thought it was nice to see rude actually have a bit of a somewhat substantial singles match. Sure. Yeah. All, all I see him on raw is do the tags and, very much Raw-style matches uh, as Raw rolls on, you know, that kind of thing. And I thought we did actually get somewhat of a match here. And the crowd woke up for this. They got quite into it and some of the near falls towards the end. So, yeah, it was just kind of refreshing seeing Rude have another singles match in NXT. And I think yeah. at this stage, I think the more matches Braun can have against these veterans, just the better and better he's going to get. Um So I I... I quite enjoyed this one and was definitely one of the um, higher points of the show for me because a lot of tonight's did drag. I thought you know what but got you know right. what it, it, it got a laugh
3: though was Rude like gets Braun down and, he, and then he starts to taunt him. He does like a knee drop and stuff, but then he starts doing the Scott Steiner push-ups, mm. uh, like taunting him. And I thought that was a good thing. I'm sure they've tussled in TNA back in the day, but yeah, uh, good stuff all around. Did we mention we did our Steiner Brothers show? Because we're the biggest Steiner Brothers fans now. Me, oh, I
2: love the Steiners. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So you do have to check out Best Match Ever Steiner check Brothers. Check on the Patreon. Because some of their stuff in Japan is, like, mind-blowing. Talented dudes. And it's, oh, yeah. and it's cool because we watch so much Steiner Brothers. And when we watch Braun now, he, he is doing a lot of these moves that he does. And, yo, yo, calling it now. Stand and deliver. Braun Breaker hits Dolph Ziggler with the Steiner screwdriver.
2: Holy shit! Really? <laughs> you think it? You think so? You think he'll do it? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's what's ridiculous in in WWE. It's they they still to this day banned the sit out pile driver, right? But they'll allow Canadian destroyers, right? And they'll allow tombstones, so fuck it. Why not a Steiner screwdriver? You could do
3: the Steiner screwdriver more so into like the the Bro Derek kind of thing, but nah. Do the Steiner screwdriver on no. the breaker screwdriver on Ziggler, and he would sell it like death. But yeah, that's a that's that's probably not going to happen. But yo, it do it cool. off the
2: top rope through a table as well. While <laughs> that's <out>. on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's end this, Dolph. No, one. that's
3: safe it's for the Cody cool. WrestleMania match. The fires. True. Yeah, true. Yeah.
2: After the match, Bron is walking up the ramp and gets super kicked by Ziggler, who just gets in his face and says, you will never be on my level. You turned your back on the wrong damn man. This stays with me until I give it away. Damn. And it's a meanie, that Dolph. And we cut back to the backstage where Indy is checking on Dexter, and she asks if Persia let go of the crowbar on purpose. And... Persia says, "Look, Duke would never make excuses for losing a match. Uh, he gets the job done inside and outside." And Indy then says, "You realize that he is not John Cena." I didn't quite get the reference there. I guess just because he's a big name, I don't. I didn't really understand you know the stuff? reference. Yeah, I started Peacemaker today. It's on. It's on my my uh, like. App over here, the equivalent of Crave, because I don't have Crave over here, right? But yeah, start Peacemaker, pretty good. It's nice, quite enjoying it. You didn't, uh, you still need yeah. to
3: watch Vacation Friends, though. It's no Vacation Friends, <laughs> John Cena. John, there's a John Cena movie. Oh, yeah, vacation. no, you have told me about
2: this. <laughs> Yo, okay,
3: sleeper hit, bro. <laughs> What's it on? Uh, Fire, because it's a lit
2: movie. I don't know, yeah, okay. no, <laughs> I have no idea, it's ridiculous um persia says that my man can beat anyone on the roster so dexter grabs his easel and pen starts drawing away duke is getting weirded out he's going oh what's he doing what's he doing (laughs) as he stood there topless and then turns around the picture and it's a picture of gunther can your man beat gunther damn and persia's like of course he can so that sets up the match for later tonight Duke-, Duke Hudson versus Gunther. Duke is like, well, uh, he, he, he drew that pretty fast.
3: Because <laughs> 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 I don't know if he actually drew it there. But he and they had good- different
2: colors on there and everything, didn't it? Yeah. And he's just using one pen.
3: Yeah. Uh, so, D- sorry, Duke now is going to face Gunther, Gunther tonight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
2: We go to Chase University and... Brody Hayward is talking
3: about... (laughs) Someone's going to be like, "Uh, his name's Bodie. No, no, no. It's Brody.
2: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Bodie. Whoever the fuck he is. Bo Dallas. Blonde Bo Dallas. Bo Bo in disguise. Getting his job back. Bodie. Um,
3: Bodie. Not Brody. Right. Sorry. Bodie.
2: Bodie Hayward. Um, He's giving a speech about fortitude. He says... Since I've joined here, Von Wagner has been challenging my fortitude. He punched me and I've, I've been showing up even with a black eye. And then this guy puts his hand up and Bodhi just loses his mind at him. He calls him a dumb, dumb son of a bitch and I'll beat the shit out of you. And Andre Chase is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Who taught you to speak like that? He's like, well, actually, sir, you did. Andre goes, well, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. So shut the fuck up, Darnell. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bodie's getting all amped up, and he's like, "Yo, save that energy for next week." So next week we we're finally getting it: Bodie Hayward versus Von Wagner. Wow, I can't believe it's uh. not on the
3: standard deliver card. Standard deliver. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, it was funny that he's swearing like father, like son. It's kind of like Austin Powers when uh, Seth Green like it finally starts to. Act like Dr. Evil Starts like the getting character. bald Yeah and like doing the evil stuff So it's like oh Getting all like emotional But yeah the, Wow this, the, the student and the teacher I'm excited mm. I'm excited for, for Von Wack It's gonna be You know what
2: next week's gonna be Come Tuesday Come Tuesday I did like the I did like the turn from Andre Where he's like Whoa uh, what, Why are you speaking like that? And then he's like Oh I learned from you Yeah well shut the fuck up <laughs> I thought He did the switch kind of well Good yeah. time. Uh, But these are dumb. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, we go to our next qualifying match. It's A-Kid versus Grayson Waller. Uh, Winner goes on to stand and deliver for the ladder match. Um, This was a pretty quick match, actually. Waller kicks away the arm of Kid. A-Kid goes for an inside cradle. They get up and Waller boots him in the face, goes for his roll-through stunner, but gets caught in, like, a TAS mission, which was yeah. a really nice transition. This was, like, he counters it
3: in midair and then turns it into, like, the cross chicken wing. And then, eventually, Waller gets up without A-Kid letting go. He then transitions his body, like, almost like Zack Sabre Jr.-esque here. Daniel bryan style here like going all around the guy it was very impressive
2: i I, went into like like a guillotine or something
3: yeah I, i mean this match felt like you blinked and you missed it but the highlight of it for me was a kid kind of showing his his technical skill here uh waller still is very bland to me his move is he leaves the ring runs back in the ring with a roll and then hits you with a stunner Mm. why isn't he feuding with stone cold at wrestlemania but yeah i, I thought this i mean waller wins he's going to be in the ladder match which i think will be an advantage for him and i mean any one of these guys can win it but like he is good at jumping off stuff and doing that elbow drop and and stuff so we have seen him do that kind of stuff but for me there was you know there was a cool russian leg sweep as well i know you like yeah that they did
2: well. a russian leg sweep off the second row yeah uh and then yeah he he managed to hit his roll through stunner um I, I think they could have had a better match here. It was time. They barely got any time here. And I think you could have... um This was definitely the match that suffered from being cut. Whereas I do think they gave some of the other matches a little longer than normal. The last few weeks, I feel they've been a bit more generous with the the match time. But this was something I, I think they could have put on something a bit cooler if given a little longer. Um But it makes sense for Waller to qualify. Um And I think he could be a favorite to win that that North American ladder match. Um, well, Mello uh, gets on the mic after and says, we're still missing one man. So next week we'll take the three losers and put them in a triple threat qualifying match. So Cameron Grimes versus Roderick Strong versus a kid. He says, you may be a kid, but you'll never be a champion. And trick says, and tonight I'm taking out a mama. And well, this fires up. A Kid who hits a Gammon geary to trick Williams and leaves. But that sounds like a really good match the Triple Threat next week.
3: Yeah, it does. Uh all three of these guys are awesome. Grimes strong and A Kid. I'm I'm super in, interested. I do think it could go either way and then there's a promo video later that makes me go absolutely not.
1: <laughs> We're
3: yeah, going the Zack Ryder Zack Ryder route with, with this one fellows. Yeah. But yeah.
2: We go backstage to Robert Stone and Von Wagner and they're looking at a video of Stone talking to this woman. We, we saw this woman at ringside for one, Von Wagner's match the other week and it looks like Stone is trying to recruit her but in this video he got interrupted by jacket time and they're saying like how dumb jacket time are but Von Wagner says one thing at a time we've got Bodhi next week and then we can move on. And then the blonde girl enters to talk business. Um, so Robert Stone recruiting more members to his to his brand here.
3: Yeah. Um, so he's got this new this new woman possibly joining the brand.
2: It looks like it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I forgot her name already, but uh, Cromwell. I remembered it because it's it's yeah Sophia Sophia Cromwell. I know because growing up I watched Halloween Town. And the last name of the witches was Cromwell. So, I mean, once a Cromwell, always a Cromwell. Maybe she'll be a witch character, but, uh, NXT is alive and well. And the, the Robert Stone brand is, is growing. Sophia Cromwell, it says her, her Twitter profile says she is a former Phoenix Suns dancer and an LA Rams cheerleader. All right. Yeah.
2: Let's go. Yeah. Um, Von does this thing, he always squints when he's talking It's, it's very odd uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you
3: know how many times I watched that Von Wagner promo Where he says come Tuesday It is like, it's, it's scary It's on my phone, that's how you know I watch that There's so many gems <laughs> from that one promo That I absolutely uh-huh. love But yeah, uh, come Tuesday It's Von Wagner's world and we're just living in it
2: We're just living in it We go to Creed Brothers taking on grizzled young veterans. Gibson's on the mic, calling them stupid um, for assuming that they attacked them from behind. They say, we'd have jumped you from the front. It wasn't us that did it. Um, Match starts. Brutus gets taken out momentarily, which allows GYV to beat down on Julius. They start taking advantage. Uh, Drake is holding back Julius as Gibson's delivering these forearms. But... Julius fights back. Brutus gets back in the in the ring, and Julius like lifts lifts. Uh, I think it's Drake up into a power bomb and throws him onto Brutus's shoulders in a torture rack, who then slams him down, which is very cool. Followed by the clothesline, the kind of sliding brutal clothesline from Brutus for the win um yeah i like how the creeds both have this same finish and it's kind of whoever's legal does that finishing blow with the clothesline yeah i imagine they're just big
3: ishi fans and they like doing that mm. sliding lariat that he does but yeah
2: i i like i like the
3: fact that they're the wrestling character like the story the, the character that they have is that they're you know the wrestlers and the singlets and all that stuff and it shows because they're so talented but i love how they're just like throwing guys around all the time and now like this move is almost like the one guy throws him over his shoulders as the other guy catches him just to slam him down. Like it's pretty, it looks pretty impressive. I feel like they should have a spot in their, their match. Definitely at stand and deliver where it's like a never ending chain of slamming, doing this. Like they just keep doing it. It's like, they're like throwing sandbags around or bags of potatoes, like throwing these guys. It looks pretty impressive.
2: I mean, you could, it's the three way, right? Yeah. And Imperium do a similar sort of thing where they throw, uh, yeah. oh so right oh right you could have a spot like julius throwing wesley to brutus as fabian eichner throws or sorry marcel Vartel throws yeah nash carter to uh eichner could be pretty cool kind of mirroring each other no that would be pretty um, cool
3: i would like to see them do like the the collider powerbomb thing where they both powerbomb like the the, the authors aop yeah NXT legends used to do like, there's so many different moves because they do have the power and I swear they get bigger. GYV joked that they, they look like he, they, he said that they look like beef jerky eating people. And I'm like, yeah, but these guys are actually getting like even bigger. I find,
2: mm. but it's quick. GYV uh, haven't like, I, I know that they've kind of abandoned all the silly character stuff, but their wrestling hasn't been hitting for me recently either, to be honest. And I think maybe it's time for them to move up. I know you, you want teams and people for these guys to work with, but um yeah, these guys haven't been hitting for me for a while, which is a shame because they're talented. They're good wrestlers and they're a good tag team. Just, I feel every time we've seen this match a couple of times now against the Creed's and each time I go, Oh, that should be really good. And it, isn't really
3: yeah i think it's because they're put in this spot they're they're just got they're basically that roddy spot they're just bodies yeah the they're end. guys to get the other people over which is unfortunate i do think they had a lot more in them as a team like i know again like the the, the indies and stuff like they would probably be be like the top teams uh and, mm. and stuff but yeah uh, maybe main roster but i don't know but I, th- I do think they are talented but i'm more so excited for uh what happens next
2: yeah, so we see a video from backstage of Diamond Mines kind of training gym. And it's, it's these two guys in hoods and they've spray painted Don't Cry on the walls. And we're seeing kind of texts come up on the screen. And it says, Creed Brothers, you clearly can't find us, but we'll find you. Enjoy the view. So. Wow. Yeah, who do you think this is?
3: Yeah, well, they look. It looked like the shield, because <laughs> like the way the camera fall, that they, they would knock over the camera afterwards.
2: Mm. Uh,
3: it looked like it could be Retribution coming back. Yep. to NXT. Well, they
2: they're all gone.
3: Yeah, who else could it be? I do think it could be MSK still. Mm. Uh, spray painting there. It could be someone a different team from a different place. It would be silly for a team from like NXT UK to come over and attack them at that point. Like they would rather show up at the 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 pay per view. But like I'm thinking of some of the teams there. I know there's pretty strong style, strong style, which British strong style, yeah, butch strong style, no, mustache mountain. You mean the two the two of them? Yeah, there's pretty deadly uh, as well. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of who else they have, but I don't know. I, I do think it's probably just MSK being like ah, MSK should win on saturday on the pay-per-view i mean in two weeks and then turn heel after the fact
2: <laughs> i i don't know what like I, I thought msk until this video and now i'm like i don't know what your don't cry serves by having them yeah in this because it, it feels more like something you're building up to a big reveal either a fourth team being added and it being this team or you know, Creed's win and these hooded figures attack them after or something, which with MSK already being in the match, I don't really see who that serves. So I, I think it could be a debut and, you know, pretty deadly might be a might be a good shout or uh, like another UK team.
3: Yeah, I mean, you could have... I do think the Creed's will win and I think they should win because it, it kind of makes sense. But you could have MSK at the very last second... Cheat to win, and then afterwards, like it reveals that they were the ones, and they got like, "Don't cry" and or something like along those lines. But I don't know. I I thought it was cool. It's interesting mm. compared to some of the other stuff. Like I'd rather this kind of stuff. Like how easy it. To, like it's it's totally going back to the well of who did this, who attacked someone. But like it doesn't matter that it. What what's important is like now we're like, ooh, who could this be? Like they don't do they don't work that enough on this show. I find as of late.
2: Yeah, the whodunits always work, right? Like we had it with well, we had a little bit with the you know the graveyard thing with Dakota, where we were thinking, right? We were yeah, yeah, a, yeah. Attack Raquel. It does anything that makes you go, when it's next week. Oh, I wonder who that team is, or what we're going to see at the pay per view, or whatever.
3: It's Alpha Academy. No, it can't be. Oh, this is a little too big. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I don't know who it could be. Who is it at up next podcast? Who attacked? The Creeds.
2: We go to our next match. Gunther versus Duke Hudson. There's a big scoop slam from Gunther. And then Duke starts to try and chop uh, chop Gunther. But he comes right back with maybe the craziest sounding chop I've ever heard. And we've heard <sighs> some big ones from this guy. But this Oof. sounded fucking crazy. Yeah. And the crowd. You would think someone just... You would think someone did get a Steiner screwdriver through a flaming table the way this crowd reacted. Holy shit, Chance. They were on their feet and this was all from a chop, but much deserved. This sounded brutal. Yeah, I mean, they always sound like gunshots, but this one was so loud
3: and, and the chest of Duke just got so red and like inflamed. It was, oh man. And then they played it in slow motion later, but yeah, one of the loudest chops for sure. Just
1: Just smacked
3: him. I mean, and, and, and Walter hits some good
2: ones, but yeah, damn. Yeah, this is pretty crazy. Persia just looks in absolute distress on the outside. <laughs> She's and, in shock. Yeah, this crowd have really woken up now. Um, there's a sleeper from Gunther, but Hudson breaks free. Uh, Gunther goes for a leapfrog, but Duke scouts it and boots him in the face Duke then does his leap over the top rope into a German suplex. It hurts more uh, when you leap over the top rope and then go d- b- momentum. Go behind the guy, yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's then a bit of a chop fest and then a big power bomb from Gunther for the win. Um, for like a, well, this was probably only a couple of minutes. So I thought this was really enjoyable. Um, Me too. Just Gunther being Gunther, and this this definitely woke me up a bit because I, I felt the pacing of this show was a little little slow this week and I thought this gave it a nice, like, injection of something. I will say, like, look, I love...
3: I, I agree. Like, it was a quick match and it was basically Gunther, Walter, just killing Duke here. But I do feel like something's changed about Walter, not just the name, Gunther, but, it, like, it feels like he's not this, like, special attraction. There's this aura or, like, I don't want to say, like, mystique, but there was, like, this... This thing about Walter that was that was cool and they still managed to somehow get rid of that. It feels different. He, I know he looks different as well, but I don't know what it is. I mean, still... he having is, him
2: wrestle every week. Yeah, like, I guess. It, or having it, him talk more. Be, I don't know. I, I think him being a bit leaner has taken something away. Yeah. I don't think he looks... Because he looked similar size to Duke here. Whereas when he was bigger, he kind of just looked more mean like dominating and mean yeah but also just having him wrestle every week like think when it was he wouldn't be wrestling on nxt uk every week and whenever he did it would be a quite a big match and get substantial time like it would only be an hour show and he'd get like the final half of that show and whereas when you're just seeing him in the middle of the show doing a five minute match against you know solo's koa against duke hudson With no build, it does take a bit of that aura away from him. Yeah, no, it 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 does. I mean,
3: uh, let's get into the 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 segment after because it definitely, I guess, him talking all the time maybe does that as well.
2: So Gunther grabs the mic and says, "I am the most dominant competitor in NXT, but still, I have been overlooked, and it is it is a disgrace that someone like L.A. Knight." And he gets interrupted by L.A. Knight who goes to talk, but Gunther says, you shut up, I talk, you listen, you represent everything wrong in this sport today, lots of talking, but very little skill, and you talk yourselves into championship matches all the time, but you never win them, and LA Knight says, you ever interrupt me one more time, I will knock your blockhead off your dad bod, (laughs) And Stand and Deliver is right round the corner. And I was going to use words to book ourselves a match. But since you don't like my words, I guess I'll use my fists. And he smacks Gunther, but soon gets beaten up by Imperium when MSK run out for the save. And Knight hits a power slam to Gunther and clotheslines him out the ring. Yeah. And the match has been announced. It's going to be Gunther (coughs) versus LA Knight at Stand and Deliver.
3: Yeah, I'm happy that both these guys kind of get a spot on the show and hey, why not uh let him fight. I think this is kind of a a, a bit of a test for LA Knight to kind of see if he can bring it and see how he can handle getting chopped by mm. Gunther here. But you know what? I think this could be uh, a pretty a pretty banging match. I mean, we didn't actually get stone cold on Raw, but we got stone cold here tonight, right? Stone cold LA Knight. He got big pop when he comes out, walks down to the ring like he's stone cold. Dude, I can't wait for More it. people need to be
2: like Stone Cold. That's the problem with wrestling these days. Like, more people need to be like
3: this. I love I love uh how Gunther made that line about how like people talking, like lots of talking in this business lately. It's mm. like, yeah, we know Walter. We know. And here you are talking. And your match was too well, minutes.
2: It, it, it makes, I know, no, it, I know. it does make sense. I know, He's I'm great. i know. He's like, I'm the best guy here and I'm not getting title <laughs> matches. It's because this guy's entertaining on the mic. Right. It does make sense for the match, I think. Yeah. But, no, I'm, I I think LA Knight has kind of surprised me a lot in the big matches. Like those matches against Grimes kind of always over-delivered for me. And yeah, I'm. I'm actually kind of looking forward to this. I think this will be... Good, and it'll be interesting to see what kind of reaction Knight gets in an arena. I think that with a lot of these people, it's going to be interesting because we haven't taken them outside of like this small Florida setting for over two years now. So it'll be interesting to see who actually is over, right. you know? Yeah. Um, and LA Knight always gets great reactions here, but what will it be like in an arena? Because I'm sure you're going to get people going to that. Stand and deliver who don't really watch nxt every week and i just oh it's mania weekend and i'm in town and i'll i'll go to the nxt show i mean when that mu- when that la night music hits
3: it's gonna be like austin at mania yeah it's gonna the, when you hear the glass it's <laughs> gunther's ass
2: l a night <laughs> yeah i'm fucking i do like his theme i do yeah i do dance that thing yeah yeah <laughs> We get a video package uh, setting up that triple threat match next week and it's with Cameron Grimes and he's talking about his dad and he says about how his dad was the biggest wrestling fan and that uh, Grimes was practically born inside a wrestling ring and we're seeing pictures of Grimes' dad with him, his dad with like a wrestling title belt and he said that his dad passed away just after he joined NXT. And therefore, next week is going to be the biggest match of my life, as I want to make good on the promise I made to my father. As he always said, there are three people in this world. There's someone who just gets by, someone who tries their hardest, and someone who does whatever it takes. Well, next week, I do whatever it takes. So kids, winning this match next week. Oh, right? uh,
3: <laughs> no, I'm wiping the tear from my eye from listening to
1: yeah.
3: Cameron Grimes tell me his his story here. I mean, yeah, R.I.P. We, we heard him say that line last week mentioning his dad. Uh, R.I.P. to Tracy Cattle, uh, who I'm, I just quickly searched him because I'm like, man, wasn't there something to do with his dad and the Hardys? And then that's why the Hardys also like helped. Trevor Lee, Cameron Grimes here. Uh, and, I, and I did, I think he was, he helped train them and, and stuff like that as well. But man, this was like old school wrestling. Cameron Grimes always reminds me of that, where it's like, gives you his little story. And now I need to see you win this match to qualify and win the whole damn thing. Uh, it's going to be like Zack Ryder at that WrestleMania. You didn't think he was even going to be in the match. And then boom, he wins it. Uh, I do think we're going to get that spot as well. Carmelo thinks he's got everyone laid out. He sits on the top and he's acting all slow and posing. And then out of nowhere, Grimes tips him over and grabs it and wins it. And boom.
2: Which was also in Dallas. Exactly.
3: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 100%. But yeah, yeah, I mean, how do you not vote for this guy? He's talking about his dad who passed away. Come
2: on. Yeah. T- guys. It's wh- very American Idol, X Factor, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, man. My dad always wanted me to be a singer and therefore I'm going to sing <laughs> You Raise Me Up by Josh Groban right here tonight. Yeah, exactly. To the moon. You
3: raised me up to the
2: moon. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I think it's got to be Grimes next week, surely. Surely. Anyway, we go to our Dusty Cup final. It's the team of Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai taking on Kay Lee Ray and Io Shirai. As Wendy Chu comes out, she reveals that under her onesie, she is wearing Dakota Kai's (laughs) t-shirt. Because they're now best friends. Of course. Eo and Wendy start the match. Um, there's a head scissors from Wendy, which Eo handsprings out of. Kaylee Ray gets tagged in. And Wendy tries this like sort of Zack Sabre Jr-esque pinning combination, like hooking the, the arms to get the shoulders down there, which look kind of cool. She then tags in Dakota and they take it in turns to hit their running boot in the corner to Kaylee Ray. Shirai then goes to kick Dakota in the face, but Wendy protects her by putting a pillow in her face. Oh my
3: God. This was one of the, the most devastating moves. It was pretty creative though. She goes yeah. for, the, she's going for the 619. So EO goes for the tiger faint kick, but Wendy sees that Dakota's about to get kicked. So she grabs her big body pillow thing that she carries to the ring and puts it in between Dakota and EO. Therefore EO 619's the pillow. This is what they do in like training when they, they practice these things and basically the pillow, uh, blocks the 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 tiger is legal i don't it's a pillow so yeah we
2: need to check with jimmy corderas would this be foreign object foreign object use does this count i don't know i Uh, did
3: laugh at this spot like i go wow wrestling is very silly but i can't lie i did get a chuckle out of it. the visual is hilarious
2: yeah no i I, of the kind of sort of sleepy wendy Chew stuff we've seen i thought this was like actually kind of Clever and funny at the same time.
3: Like, it's better than her doing those, like, sleepy chop things Absolutely. or whatever. It's 100%. like the pillow
2: being in involved here is pretty funny. EO then dumps Wendy on the outside and Katie Ray hits a tope on Chu as Shirai hits one to Dakota and looks like she just bounces her head off the announce table there. There's then a 619, a tiger faint kick from EO to Dakota And Katie Ray follows up by, like, a somersault senton. It almost looked like she was going for a blockbuster. It kind of looked somewhere halfway between, uh, but looked kind of cool. But Wendy Chu breaks up the pin. Dakota hits her top rope double stomp to Ray when Chu follows up with her backwards splash pretty much onto Katie Ray's face. But Io dropkicks Dakota into Chu to break up the fall. And then hits her butterfly backbreaker to Dakota. There's a headbutt from Katie Ray to Chu, followed by the KLR bomb. And then EO hits the moonsault on Wendy Chu to win the Dusty Classic. So there you have it. Your Dusty Classic winners are Katie Ray and EO Shirai,
3: the Mad Ladies, mm. the, the 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 just the people who don't the get a, yeah the ragers. That's right. Uh, yeah, I thought this was pretty good. I liked the interaction of Wendy Chu and Io Shirai. I thought they were both like matching styles here with the like blocking in the counters where Io always like lands on her feet and stuff. But, but I will say that Kaylee Ray and Kai worked as well. I thought all four really worked well. The huge tope from Io was impressive. Uh, Wendy hits awesome moves. It's so weird that she was given such a weird gimmick and then now given such a weird gimmick as well when she's yeah. actually someone who's was pretty talented i i think whenever i watch her i'm like yo you can wrestle so uh, i actually i actually did get into this match i guess this probably was my match of the night on this show um and it had some it had some cool spots and some cool like pitting attempts near, near the end when you figured it could go one way or the other uh it they did come back like there was a the, there was a spot with like knees up and there was the the kaylee the kaylee ray bomb and and stuff but yeah i i, I was into it
2: yeah yeah i i enjoyed it too um I think the from, from like the semifinals, they've had some good matches. I, I enjoyed the match with Casey and Caden last week. And uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where Dakota and uh, Wendy go from here. Because, um, well, let, let's get into the next bit because there are some changes. Mandy Rose comes out with Toxic Attraction telling them to cut the music as the champ has something to say. She congrats them on winning the Women's Dusty Cup. And even though it was actually Wendy and Dakota who blew it, um, Gigi Dolan's got her like glasses of champagne and she was definitely kind of playing drunk here. Right. Like, if you just watch her yeah. like facial expressions, she was definitely kind of playing drunk and says, if you think you're going to beat Gigi and JC, you're sadly mistaken. And Kaylee Ray says, well, you know what, Mad, Amandy, weirdly, When we entered, the one thing we had in mind was destroying toxic attraction. And the best way to do that is to go after the leader and take what's most important. You said you would fight any woman for that title. Well, we're going to cash in our Dusty Cup Championship to make the title match a fatal four-way. So it's now going to be Cora Jade... uh, Kaylee Ray, Io Shirai, and Mandy Rose in a fatal four-way for the championship, and there's a bit of a brawl. Cora Jade runs out, stand with the babyfaces to end the show. Wow! Did you know that they could do that? No, uh, I bet previous Dusty Cup winners are a little, little annoyed like, that they couldn't just do this. You mean we could have went for that? The was t- an option?
3: The uh, MSK or the Creed brothers are like, wait, what the fuck? You mean we can go for any title? Uh, but But they told us it would be for the tag titles. Well, they were wrong then, weren't they? So now the title match at this... Sorry, I was going to say TakeOver. Sand Deliver is a fatal four-way. Mandy, Cora, Kaylee Ray, and Io for the women's titles. So yeah, (laughs) this shows the the importance of the women's tag titles here in NXT. The tag tournament that was for the number one contenders match for the titles we barely see defended anyways, that is now... They're like, actually, yeah, we don't want those shit titles. We want the real ones. So we'll just change this to that.
2: Well, I think like it kind of answers my question because I was going to go, do you think uh, we just do the turn with Dakota and Wendy Chu now? But I think you can, if they're not challenging for the titles, you can have Wendy and D- Dakota challenge on TV uh, down the line and ke- actually keep them as a tag team for a bit because – I mean, they're not really doing much else, so I would keep them as a tag team for the division. But I, I was a little annoyed that Cora was just happy to sort of stand with these two at the end, because I'd be a little mad if I won... Like, she she won that number one contenders match to get a match with Mandy one-on-one, and then these two have just changed the rules, and they're like, ah, we're going to we're gonna make it a fatal four-way. Um, but I think it makes the match better. I think these four in a match is going to be way better than the one-on-one with Cora and Mandy.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, I think Mandy was brought down to NXT to try to like maybe improve on some of the actual wrestling. And I don't think we've actually seen that. We've just seen her play this, this role that she's been playing and the wrestling still hasn't really been there, but this could, this could be a match. I mean, she's protected by three other people as well in it. So there'll be a lot of cool spots, I'm sure, but you know what? It does make the match more interesting. I thought this tag match was good, but that kind of – it's weird. It's totally WWE being like, and these are the rules now. Here you go. Yeah. Actually, this means this. It's like, okay, cool, but it's probably for the better. So, uh, yeah, cool.
2: And it gets the, – like, they wouldn't be on the show otherwise. Right, you know? right. Like, well, they, I mean – It gets EO on the show. Like, they're, they're, it looks like they're sticking to six matches Rather than putting a women's right. tag match and all that on as well, so
3: yeah, like it does. Like I assume Gigi and J C like interact in this match. Like they probably yeah. help Mandy either win or or cost her the match or whatever. So uh, yeah, I'm sure you'll still see them come out with her. But yeah,
2: I will say I I think 2.0 is on a better trend recently. I I quite enjoyed. I know I wasn't on the show last week, but. I actually quite enjoyed last week's 2.0. I found this one, uh, there was a lot more wrestling. Uh, They've seemed to have cut back on all the silly stuff. Not all the silly stuff, but it's not littered with so much of the silly stuff backstage anymore. There's just a few segments. And I did feel we got more wrestling, but not a lot of the wrestling hit with me tonight. But I did like the main. um, I did like the Braun-Rude match. And actually the that chop from Walter was pretty fun. Um, but it just felt, I don't know, a little slower paced this week. Um, but I think Stan and deliver looks good. So I am kind of looking forward to that. And we've got one more episode until there. So kind of, um, we've got that Von Wagner match to look forward to next week. Yeah. I mean, it's looking, it's looking
3: good. Yeah. Stan and deliver. I'm sure it will have some, some good stuff and it's got, the, the tease with the team attacking the Kree brothers and, and all that stuff. So I, I was a little like this episode kind of felt like it was a lot of repeating itself because it's just we're, we're setting up. But I didn't necessarily hate it. I feel like I'm a broken record now for the past little while. But some of the wrestling was still good, but it, nothing really blew me away except that chop from Walter that definitely <laughs> literally blew duke hudson away and made him lose the match but yeah uh, there was still some some stuff in it but a lot still of it is such like leaves such a bad taste in my mouth because we're still doing all these silly high school like tv show weird Backstage things and short matches that don't like GYV were favorites of mine. They're just geeks now. Roddy Geek now. It's like all these old people, like Jacket Time, whatever that. Like they weren't even on the show. But like, Kushida is someone I'm like, oh man, like he should be in almost like main event slots at this point. And he, mm-hmm. there's never nowhere near that here, at least in, in NXT or WWE. But like again, if you cherry pick, there is some still some good stuff uh, on on these shows. And I mean, hey, it, they they probably got a boost because i imagine the ratings will get a boost from that big huge tmz story oh yeah for the pda so i mean yeah i mean horniness i guess sex sells right absolutely
2: yeah yeah and that that cory and carmela show is doing fantastically as well isn't it is it it's drawing all the people no it's really not oh okay i was gonna say i haven't that that looks so awful but Look. it definitely feels like they're trying to be like yeah. What would you rather sex
3: sells. What would you rather watch? 2 2 full hours of Corey and Carmella or 2 full hours of Control Your Narrative?
2: Oh god. <laughs> probably probably Corey and Carmella.
3: I'd probably pick Control Your Narrative just to, just to say I did it for the, like the lols, but yeah, that's both sound bad, but yeah. Uh,
2: well, that was NXT. <laughs> That was NXT. Shall we Shall we go to feedback?
3: Yes, let's go to it. If you listen to us, you should follow us on Facebook, but we also have a Facebook page where we post up some feedback threads in there as well as memes and all sorts of fun stuff in there in the community uh, and up, of course, on the post-wrestling forum here. Uh, I'll read the first one from Corey, who writes in on the Facebook group. How about that? WWE bringing back Retribution to feud with Diamond Mind? Very excited for the debut of Pistol Whip and... Tyre, Tyreron? uh, were those actually, Tyre Iron, Tyre Iron, right. Because the- they, they were all named after silly things, right? Slapjack yeah. and t bot yeah. On a serious note that on that front, the mystery guys are probably MSK, which, be a, which, which, which would be a huge letdown. EO Kaylee Ray winning the cup is whatever, although it's weird they aren't going after the tag titles. I guess that EO is probably one of the strong favorites to win the title. She never got a true reign uh in front of fans, uh, and due to the pandemic and she's the most popular woman of the other competitors in the match. Cora is still kind of cold and Katie Ray isn't catching on and is better as a heel. Plus, if they're going to start building up newer women to go after the title, EO is the woman to be holding it since she can carry greener workers to great matches, and they would likely learn more in the ring opposed to working with someone like Mandy. Wow! So we're going we're we're going for EO. We're we're back on the mm. EO train. You know, I'm fine with that because she's, she's the she's yeah. the greatest. So you know, EO Shirai gets me high, and I'm all about another EO run. It's it's in the stars. Babe. Yeah, I
2: mean, if you're not calling her up, yeah, do absolutely. it, do it, coward work with some of these people yeah we go to sean who says decent show tonight most of the matches were good to really good with the exception of dexter and tony d which was just kind of there and fallon and electra which was just plain not good solo versus roddy and bron versus rude were really good but honestly i think the match of the night may have been the main event i am on record as not being a fan of wendy and dakota current characters but both ladies really brought it tonight and hung with io and katie ray for a great tag match that said i do not like the idea of io and ray cashing in their tag shots to make the women's title match a four-way it's unnecessary and honestly the only reason for it is that Gigi or jc are injured so they can't have the tag title match that said with solo and waller being added to the ladder match and knight and waller added to the Uh, sorry, Knight and Gunther added to the card, Stan and Deliver is shaping up to be a great show. Next week's go-home show looks like an awesome one too. Also, the Creed Creed Brothers attackers are definitely pretty deadly in my opinion. Ooh, interesting. Another,
3: Yeah, it could be them. Uh, They were pretty good and impressive, uh, but they don't dress like that, so I don't know. But it's a swerve, bro.
2: Well, they're they're disguised, aren't they? yeah.
3: Uh, was that it for feedback? That was it. Well, Hey guys, thanks for writing in. We appreciate it. And we appreciate you listening to us. Talk about some NXT every week. Yes. We'll be back next week with some up next and some BD elite. We'll be back tomorrow with another BD elite talking all about some dynamite and, uh and then yeah, stand and deliver. So if it's 1 PM and then as soon as it ends, we'll record uh, our post show. We'll probably go live on Twitch for that as well. So the pod will be up for all that stand and deliver next week. We'll give out some predictions and all that stuff going forward, but yeah, uh, super, super excited for some, some fun of some wrestling. There's going to be a lot of wrestling going on uh, in the next few weeks with WrestleMania, two nights of WrestleMania plus stand and deliver plus ring of honor. Plus what else fucking is there?
2: Yeah, GCW, all of those shows. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of wrestling. I did uh, post wrestling have the whole breakdown of everything going on that you can check out. Yeah, and I'm sure John Cena is going to be watching everything. Yeah, follow
3: John Cena because he covers everything. Mm-hmm. But they did announce some matches for Triple Mania on April 30th, and I've mentioned it before how they're doing. Uh, what is it, Ultimo Dragon versus Pentagon? In a singles mm-hmm. match, and I was like, "Oh boy, I'm, I'm definitely checking that show out." And then they announced a bunch of other matches, including Sammy Guevara and Ty in a, a mixed tag match. But they've announced Vikingo and Ray Phoenix versus the Young Bucks.
2: Oh damn! I don't know. Okay. How, I
3: don't know how much weed I'm gonna smoke before that match, but that sounds insane. I think I'm mm. going to have to do it. Whether or not – are you back? You're probably going to be too busy coming back around that time. But I am definitely – That's the 30th of April. Yeah, um,
2: no, I won't be. Doing. But <laughs> I,
3: I, I need to watch that. That match sounds absolutely crazy. So there is a few, of, there is a few other awesome matches on that. But yeah, even more wrestling later in the month of April. But yeah, that sounds crazy. Uh, but sweet. Yeah, guys, thanks for listening again. Again, Patreon.com/slash up next. We are contra- content creators, and we are proudly supported by Patreon. We would love for you to check us out and give us a shot. It's only five bucks to access all the movie reviews, retro pay per view reviews. NXT reviews, all that stuff is all in that catalog. And it's five bucks. And at Up Next Podcast on Twitter for all the updates of all the live shows and WrestleMania watch parties and yada yada yada. But we appreciate you listening and all that stuff. And I myself, Brayden Harrington, I am on Twitter and I am on Instagram. I'm at the D, And I am at Davey Portman. Uh, take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And Uh, I'm getting bad. I I never know what to say at the end of these things, but um, yeah. Remember, uh, fuck. I I got nothing. I really, I really got nothing. I was gonna say, who did Chase? Who did Bodie call? Like fuck, fuck you. Yeah, you
2: fucking go fuck yourself, Darnell. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay, goodbye. Try again. Okay, so take care, be safe, and don't cry. Oh, okay. Right. Let's get out there. Oh, wait. Bye.
0: Whether it's Kroger, Simple Truth Turkey,
1: or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh, cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Kroger has all
0: the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories.
1: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.